Hello, my friends. This is episode number 250 of the show, and it's a much different 250th episode than I had planned earlier this year, but uh, that's the way that life works, right? And these days I'm learning, or I should say trying to learn, uh, trying to learn to roll with it, with whatever life might throw my way. So there's a lot to talk about today. I'm talking a little bit lower because I'm recording this uh, at night, and so everybody in the house is sleeping. It's not like super late, just that Jordan, obviously, she's little, goes to bed early. Dana went to bed a little bit earlier. I wasn't super tired yet, so I figured, you know what? Let's flip on the mic and talk to talk to our friends. So lots to talk about today. Uh, I want to give you all some updates on the podcast as I start to blow the dust off the mic, and also uh, share some big and exciting news about my book that is releasing today that I'm really, really excited about. So uh, let's start with the podcast because people are asking questions. So let's just talk about the podcast for a moment. The podcast, as you know, has been uh, uh, kind of silent since my dad passed away in March. I really felt the need to press pause on some things to really give myself the space to move into my pain and my grief to really fully feel the extent of the loss that has uh, aggressively made its way into my life. And I, I mean, that's not something that will happen in a week or a month or a year. You know, there's no, there's no timetable, right? Grief, as they say, is linear. It, it, sorry, isn't linear. Uh, it, it kind of takes you over here, it takes you over there, it takes you everywhere, sometimes like all at once. And so for me, uh, pressing pause on things has been necessary and I think a really good thing uh, for me to do. Uh, the podcast is starting to be more active again, though. Uh, our friend Leo from Conversations Official has done a, a podcast takeover, I guess we're calling it, for Pride, where every other week they're uh, dropping a solo episode uh, on our show here, where Leo talks to us about all sorts of things they're passionate about and ties it into some themes revolving around uh, Pride. And, and I should say, I don't think I've said this yet in in the interest of the episodes, but this is like 100% Leo's idea, which is really cool. Uh, Leo approached me and was like, hey, what if I threw down some solo episodes on your show for Pride to sort of help bridge the gap between the silence and the bi-weekly episodes coming up in the summer? And I was like, yes, like 100%, you know, let's, let's do it. So first episode they did was May... 29th, whatever that Monday is, the last Monday in May. The second one was last week, and then the final one will be next week. And then after Leo's episodes wrap up, uh, next week we'll move into releasing the 10 episodes I've had recorded since February. So the first one will drop on Monday, July 10th. And as we're doing with Leo's episodes, those will be released bi-weekly for a little while. And once we hit, I don't know, October, November, I haven't really decided yet, uh, we'll go back to our normal weekly episodes. And there might be periodic breaks, you know, here and there. But uh, we'll, we'll head, head back into those weekly episodes sometime late fall, uh, early, early winter. So my plan, uh, I say plan with air quotes, <laughs> as of a month ago, was to do 
bi-weekly episodes into August or September and then resume our regular weekly format. But again, grief, you know, my heart, uh, it's just not ready to jump back into what I've been calling the only words that seem fitting like the chilling waters of how things were before life changed when my father passed away. You know, grief is heavy, right? Grief is messy. And sometimes, as we said, grief will change your plans if you will allow it to. And so for me, like I can honestly say I'm doing my very, very best to go with the flow, to hold very loosely to my plans Uh, to give myself a lot of space to process all of this stuff. And that's really unlike me, you know, because I always, I always have a plan. Always. Like to the point where I have like podcast episodes and recordings and even sometimes social media posts like planned months in advance. I just like to have a plan, a blueprint, things ready to go. Uh, speaking of interviews, I had uh, someone ask me the other day, you know, when, when I'm going to start recording interviews again. And I shared this on Facebook a month or maybe it was about a month ago, I guess. But I haven't, I haven't been able to turn on my microphone for an interview since, I don't know, it was like late February. Uh, and in fact, I recorded my first one since February this past Monday. And it went, it went, it went pretty well, actually. Uh, but that's almost like four months, you know, of not doing the thing that I I was doing multiple times a week for what, like the last four years. And it sounds, it sounds silly, but this has been like a huge, huge struggle for me because the last time I did an interview prior to the one I I did on Monday, you know, my dad was still here and I can remember sitting right here at my desk with my phone propped up next to me. Uh, because my dad was at a, a at an appointment, and I was waiting for text updates from my mom about how he was doing, what the doctor said, and we had a lot of hope for that particular appointment. And so, I don't know, like turning on the mic, doing another interview under these very new and very different uh, circumstances. I just really have struggled to bring myself to do it. You know, I had episodes lined up for May because I thought I'd be ready to go. And I had to contact those guests and just tell them like, I'm just not ready. Like, I can't, I can't do it. And they've all been incredibly understanding and gracious. And so I did one this past Monday. I have another one next Monday. Uh, and then none until like later in August and September. So Uh, really trying to just really pump the brakes and give myself as much space as I can and not pressure myself to do more than my heart can bear, if that makes sense. So anyways, I do miss the podcast though. You know, like I miss doing interviews. Like at the same time, I don't want to do it, but I, I do miss it. Like it's a very torn feeling inside. I miss putting conversations out there. I miss digging into people's books and asking them questions. And so, um, as I said, we'll resume some of that in July. I have these recordings coming up. I have these 10 episodes that I have recorded already. We'll start releasing those 10 episodes, uh, like I said, bi-weekly. So the first one up, if you're wondering, will be with Bart Ehrman. And I recorded this one, I think it was in like 
think it was February. Uh, but he'll be talking to us about his latest book, Armageddon. Uh, we talk about the book of Revelation, the rapture, the end of the world, you know, all the different things. And then we have uh, Heather Hamilton up after that. I think, think then it's Kevin Sweeney. And then some others with conversations about the Bible, suffering, marriage, uh, the topic of emotional labor, and lots of other things. So lots of good things coming up. It's all here on my computer. <laughs> I just need to edit it and fine-tune it and send it out uh, into the world. So uh, press pause. It's coming. It's coming, I promise. Uh, but thank you. Thank you for bearing with me, and thank you for uh, your grace and your love. So many people have reached out and uh, just to check in, and uh, I can't tell you how much that means to me and, and to my family. But, but today... Uh, drum roll, please. If I won, if I wanted to be really fancy, I'd hit a drum roll button right now. But I, I don't, I'm not that fancy. I used to be. Maybe I was six months ago. But I'm not. I'm not that fancy right, right now. But drum roll, please. Uh, today is Father's Day uh, in the U.S. and also the release of my second book. It's called Emerging from the Rubble, and it's subtitled Thirty Stories About Grief, Broken Dreams, Shattered Relationships and finding the courage to keep going. And uh, I'm really excited about this this book. Um, in it, we, we look at these, we look at 30 stories from the Gospel of Matthew through the lens of Matthew's first century readers, or more likely probably listeners. They probably didn't read the text. They probably heard it. Uh, but anyway, they were living in the wake of Rome's destruction of their temple in Jerusalem. And, and the temple was the center of the Jewish universe, right? It was like where all the magic happened. And so the city's ransacked, the temple's demolished, their leaders literally massacred. And so these people uprooted and they moved uh, about 300 miles north to a place called Antioch, where in essence they, they began again. And so in the book, we wonder, given those circumstances, how Matthew's readers might have received the stories that he chose to tell about Jesus. The genealogy, right? The baptism, uh, Jesus' temptations, the parable of the talents, the Last Supper. These people had like just lost everything that mattered to them. And so we wonder together like how they might have read or received these stories, right? Like how might they have encouraged them or challenged them or taught them to move forward into a new life, a new season, a new way of being, all in the way of Jesus the Christ. And then the book challenges us, you and me, the readers, to get in touch with our collapsed temples, uh, the, the holy places in our lives that have come tumbling down, and then wonder how we, like Matthew's readers, might be able to receive those stories into our own lives given our own uh, unique circumstances. So collapsed temples, what is it for you? Uh, divorce, the loss of a job, a positive test result at the doctor that you thought would be negative, uh, maybe unmet expectations, like even ones that have been hanging around for a long time, like the, the hope or expectation that as a child you would have a loving parent, but in reality you got an abusive one. You've had to live with that baggage and maybe even the abuse and the trauma 
your whole life. Maybe it's the loss of a loved one, right? Temples are falling down all around us every day, right? (laughs) Amen. And so what perspective might we find buried in the words and stories of Matthew's gospel as we search for the strength and the courage to move forward out of our own piles of smoking rubble and into our own Antiochs to start again. And so for me, right, the collapsed temple is the death of my father. And I've said this before, but like the 15 months or so that he battled cancer, it was like a giant meteor was just hurtling at my life at like an astronomical speed. I saw it coming. I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to hit. I knew it was going to destroy everything. And yet I could do nothing, nothing to stop it, right? If you know, If you have ever had cancer invade your life, you know that feeling. There's nothing. It's such a helpless feeling. And then the meteor finally hit on March 5th, the day my father passed away, and the whole temple just just came down, right? And today, three months later, I find myself buried in this rubble, covered in dust, ash, fire all around me, unsure of how to move forward sometimes, sometimes feeling totally unable to even breathe. Yeah. And so you need to know that like this book, right? This book, it doesn't aim to solve any problems, okay? It's not going to give you I don't know, five steps to overcome your grief, you know, five ways to move on from your loss. Like if you find that book out there and it's like legit, please tell me, (laughs) please send it to me. That's not what this book is. Uh, Instead, this book is going to help you. It's going to aim to help you feel less alone and give you permission to uh, lay beneath the rubble for as long as you have to. There's no rush. There's no rush to move on. Uh, the weight you feel on page one, it might even be heavier by the time you hit page 267. That's the last page of the book. Uh, but my prayer is that by the time you hit the end of the book, maybe you'll have some fresh perspective. And maybe you'll know at the very least that you aren't alone in your pain. Uh, I started the book shortly after my dad was diagnosed with cancer. In December of 2021, uh, started kicking around some ideas in my head. Uh, and it was actually the starting idea was much different than this. And I talk a little bit about that in the beginning of the book, uh, but it was much different than this. It kind of, this kind of evolved and morphed and I think really kind of took form probably, I don't know, like maybe last fall or something. I don't know. Anyway, but I started it shortly after he was diagnosed with cancer and I finished it Uh, the last three chapters or so after he passed away this spring. And so the book is very much written through tears, anger, frustration, sadness, uh, confusion, right? Of watching one of my most precious temples uh, just come crashing down. Yeah, it was, it's really a picture. I only mentioned my dad, like maybe... At the dedication, I think once in chapter one, and then not again until the end, like chapter twenty-eight, I think. Uh, but if you if you read the book, knowing my story, you can see very well what's what's going on as I'm processing and bringing my my questions and things to to God. So uh, anyway, the book is available on Amazon. 
uh, paperback and Kindle. Uh, working on Apple Books, maybe something with Barnes & Noble. Uh, both of them are super annoying. Uh, I submitted the same files to Apple that I did to Amazon. And I used to work for Apple for like 11 years. I kind of know the, the routine. I got like 132 error messages. Amazon put everything right through. No, no, no big deals. I don't know what Apple's deal is. Uh, but I kind of gave up <laughs> not like a week ago. So I might revisit it again once I'm less angry about it. And uh, Barnes & Noble, like their systems, it's like somebody built it in the Stone Age. Like it's literally trying to do, it's called Barnes & Noble Press. And you can uh, upload your manuscript to them and they'll put it on the, on the Nook. And you, you can even submit it into some stores and things like that. It's a nightmare. It's a complete nightmare. Uh, and so for now, Amazon is the best place to visit. There are other ways to get the book out there. Uh, I just, Amazon's the easiest. And so that's just what I do. But anyway, I suggest the paperback version. I'll tell you why in a minute. But the book reads sort of like a, uh, kind of like a devotional book, if that was your jam back in the day. <laughs> you know, morning devotions. But each of the 30 stories from uh, that we talk about from Matthew, like each of the 30 entries, uh, ranges from like a thousand words to 2,000 words, like a decent sized blog post or, or chapter uh, in a book. And you might choose to read one a day. You might want to read them all straight through. I don't know. But if you want to read it more reflectively, I've included some reflection questions at the end of the chapter. And there's plenty of white space in the book, you know, for notes and drawings and highlights and ideas. And so for me, I think the paperback version is is more suited, especially for the uh, more reflective reader. And I also, I don't want to brag, but the physical copy makes you feel good. You know, like my wife uh, held it in her hand. She's like, oh, I like the feel of this book. Like it's got a matte uh, finish on the cover. The pages are, are white, like bright white and thick. Uh, it's 267 pages, so it's a pretty decent size. So if it's me, I say wait a few days for the physical copy to arrive. Uh, you're not going to be sorry. Or buy both, you know, get started on the Kindle <laughs> while you wait for the paperback. Uh, I won't stop you. Uh, and yes, it is It is self-published. Nothing against publishers. Of of course, I handle social media for uh, a publisher. So I, I love publishers, especially the one I, I do work for. Uh, I just enjoy the process of starting with a blank screen. And now having this 267-page book out in the universe that I wrote, formatted, designed, all the things. Like the creative person in me, that makes my heart sing. And so I just really wanted to do that. Again, I did it last time and uh, doing it again this time. This time, though, I formatted everything. Last time I hired somebody to do it, I think I did a better job at formatting. Honestly, I hired a company last time that does this all the time, and it did a good job. But I felt like I wanted to give it. I wanted to give it a try, and I did. I think I did a pretty good job for my first one. There are some issues with the Kindle version, a couple spacing things that I I couldn't quite fix by the deadline of having to have it uploaded. But unless you're super anal like I am, you probably won't realize it. It's more in the beginning, only really in the beginning with the uh, endorsements in the front. There's some spacing issues there uh, that I had to do some. Sp special spacing for the print version that didn't really look as well in the Kindle version and it just made me angry and I was on a deadline trying to get it uploaded and it just it is what it is so I'm I'm like my wife said you're probably the only one who's going to notice little little things like that so she's probably you're right but uh, anyway so your purchase all that to say being self-published everything it really means the world to me like I'm so grateful 
that you would invite something that I created and wrote into your home, uh, onto your bookshelf with your other books. Uh, my, me, my whole family, extremely grateful. And uh, if you'd like a signed copy, I'm happy to do that for you. Go to whatifproject.net slash books and fill out a little form at the bottom. I'll be in touch with you. You can send over money through Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, uh, Apple Pay, whatever works for you. And if you can't afford a copy, still fill out that form. I'm serious. Fill out the form. Say you can't afford a copy. I will give you a copy for free. It might not be a printed copy. It might be. But I will definitely get you either an EPUB, a PDF, or a printed copy. I will get you a copy of the book for free. No questions asked. So please fill out that form if you want a signed copy or if you need a free copy. Uh, it's yours. No worries. Uh, I really believe in the message of the book. You know, I don't want to see money be an obstacle for people getting their hands on it. Uh, purchases, charts on Amazon. If you know me by now, all that kind of crap, it doesn't really do anything for me. I don't really care. You know, I just, I just like to make things, put it out there, and hope it helps somebody, uh, regardless of how much money it might or might not make. And so, yeah, that's all I got for now. Like I said, July... Uh, we'll begin bi-weekly episodes into October, November. Uh, next week is our final episode with Leo. But again, it's all tentative, loosely held, right? I'm in this season where I refuse to hold myself to plans, uh, refuse to withhold grace from myself when I need to change those plans, sometimes very last minute uh, for my mental and emotional health to stay somewhat intact. And uh, lastly, I, I do want to say again, thank you. Thank you all for hanging in there with me. Uh, these have been hard days. Uh, I've sat at this desk many times and I've cried, literally cried, unable to turn on the computer, uh, wondering if people would stick with me or, I don't know, you know, like leave me in the dust of my grief. But everyone has been so gracious and I'm so grateful that you didn't toss in the towel on me and the podcast, but have really given me grace and permission to take all the time I need, uh, even if it's a bit longer than I anticipated. And so many people too, I've seen, you know what, like you might start again and get back into a groove and then find that you got to step away again. And that's okay too. And so everything, all of your love, your encouragement, it, it just means the world to me. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can do it on Patreon or a one-time gift. I head over to whatifproject.net slash support. Options will be there. Uh, we're grateful for our Patreon supporters. They literally help us pay the bills every every month, put food on the table, all the things. They get access to a Discord chat group that chats throughout the week. Uh, occasionally, we hop on Zoom and hang out for a little bit, but I'll put the link to that in the show notes, uh, also along with the book, Merging from the Rubble. And uh, if you're wondering, yes, book number three is in the works already, kicking around the ideas. My brain is filled with ideas <laughs> and words, and so always writing something, but more on that another time. Uh, until then, friends, uh, I sit in the rubble with you. Yeah, covered in dust with you. Shedding tears with you. And uh, as I said earlier, we can hang out here in the rubble, in the dust, with the fires raging around us for as long as we need. Uh, until we rise again, until we are ready to take a step forward, until we're ready to emerge. Much love, and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks. I've been busy searching for you, yeah. 
Trying to figure out if it's true, true Don't think that I've been played by a fool, yeah Just mind don't mind, don't play by the rules I'm gonna make sure that I play my cards right Intuition gave me signs that everything is alright Contemplating on my moves, I'm in a fight Under pressure, feel the walls, I'm moving in, it's getting tight, getting tight. The shuffle getting real. real, I hope it lives on something good I'm all in for the kill, kill sometimes kill, it's getting kind of scary I'm here for the thrill, decisions on top of decisions Like I chose a pill, the bottle getting kind of empty Temptations made us presence in the air, it's kind of tempting Shortcuts after question, but it got on my attention Uh-oh, and I forgot, but did I mention Looks like I won the game, made my decision I listen I've been busy searching for you, yeah Trying to figure out if it's true, true Don't think that I've been played by a fool, yeah Just mind, don't mind, don't play by the rules, no Kept it on the low Gotta let it flow Gotta let it go, yeah. On to something new, yeah. Trying to play it cool, quit with all the tools, yeah. Maybe you're my calling like I'm on flight at too late. Manifesting everything I take, it's not too late. Running to my purpose like I'm rushing to the gate. Of course, it's in my planning and it's also with my faith. At the end of the day, and we gon' find a way. It's a fact of the price that we pay. Everything shine to the gray. Nothing gon' break through the shade. Nothing gon' break through the hate. Everything all that we claim. Hit the red dot that I aim. No missing, I'm focused. No slipping, I'm growing. No talking, just showing. No stopping, keep going. Yeah, I'm just trying to break codes. Ain't nobody I owe. This the life that I chose. And I'm blessed for it. I've been busy searching for you, yeah. Trying to figure out if it's true, true. Don't think that I've been played by a fool, yeah. Just mind, don't mind, don't play by the rules, no. Kept it on the low. Gotta let it flow. Gotta let it go, yeah. On to something new. Trying to play it cool. Quit with all the tools.